Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit, a platform where we have invited spirit to share messages, healings, and transmissions with all of us. May this energetic experience help us to expand our awareness and to deepen the relationship we have with our higher self, our spiritual team, and with Source, however we define them. Thank you for being here and for taking part in this amazing journey. So welcome to day two of the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit Season 2. Uh, today we are starting off the series of sessions with Kayla Casey. Um, Kayla is someone that I met uh, just before the beginning of the season. And I do want to talk to you guys a little bit about her and the conversation that she and I had. Um, as I mentioned in, in day one a couple of times, I wanted to create this platform and bring in speakers that were channeling at a certain level um, and having a connection with spirit at a certain level within that continuum of channeling. Um, and Kayla, Kayla was one of the people that I spoke to that really kind of threw that idea out the door, which I'm really excited about. Um, she is amazing. Uh, I'm inspired by the work that she does, which I'm really looking forward to getting into as well. I know that she has an idea of what she wants to talk about, but I also want her to talk about the work that she does with children and parents and families because it's it's incredible. And I know that many people that are listening to this are interested in that as well. A couple questions came up yesterday, which are relevant for that uh, subject. So I would love for her to talk about that. Um, but It'll be interesting to see what comes through with regards to quote unquote channeling um, with with Kayla because she doesn't channel in the way that, um, for example, Fiona did yesterday when she channeled the the Alliant energy for us. In the conversation that she and I were having, she talked about how she does recognize ringing in her ear as she's speaking, or she will recognize tingles in her body as she's speaking. And she's beginning to recognize that those are signals that someone from her team is with her and supporting her and providing information during that time. Um, and as soon as she said that, I went, beautiful, that's a conversation I want us to have, or I want to provide, I want to share with you guys, because many of us, myself included, are not necessarily um, going to be able to channel at the upper end of that continuum, and may not even be interested in channeling at that upper level of the continuum. But um, being able to recognize and become more aware of the connection that we have with our spiritual team, and I always include our higher self within that spiritual team, um, is something that we're all becoming more and more aware of and more and more familiar with. And so that's the reason that I went beautiful. I'm comfortable bringing her in, even though she didn't necessarily fit the idea that I had for season one. And so she was one of the people that helped me shift my perception of the speakers that I'm bringing on board to this platform to introduce you guys. Um, and so 
kind of a long intro that has nothing to do with her and more about the program, but really relevant for the conversation. Um, and so I will let her introduce herself and then we will go from there. So welcome, Kayla. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yesterday was really great. I don't know if anybody was able to tune in. Um, so introducing myself, um, yes, Kayla Casey is how you pronounce my name. It's spelled a little odd, but it's all good. And I am just coming into accepting and claiming the title, so to speak, of an intuitive channel, um, sound oracle, light language, and toning has been coming through in the last six months to a year. Um, and, and part of what I'm really excited to be a part of this summit, channeling spirit, what it's really helped me do, even since we talked, Daniel, um, things have, have shifted so quickly in really looking inside and, and how am I channeling? It's not with the ex it, the expectation I've always had is I don't look like everybody else when they're channeling. So in reflecting on that, it's really kind of honed in for me to claim this just in time for this summit, which is awesome. So I um, am a special ed teacher. I've worked with kids um, with emotional and behavioral disabilities for the last 20 years. Um, I guess I've always... I didn't recognize that when I looked at my spiritual gifts, it would be working with kids. So a little background. Um, about four years ago, as I was working with various channels and asking the question at age 58, why am I really here? What contribution can I make? My own spiritual life is growing and evolving. And I really was getting tired of being in a classroom and exhausted and with the level of children I was working with, it was just really, really tough. Um, and what was revealed was my spiritual gifts mainly is the presence and the energy I give off. Well, to be honest with you, I was really disappointed to hear that. I mean, what? It's like, I, I want like healing hands or channeling or all these other like fun gifts. So it took me a while to really accept the fact that I was channeling. And I'll be really transparent with you here. My second or third thought was, well, gosh, if I'm going to work with people, who's going to come to me and like pay me for sitting with their kid because you've got a presence. So anyway, it was really kind of funny in, in that third dimensional like interpretation of all of that. Um, and one of the things that came through was I'd be working with conscious children, this new wave of children that we're calling crystal hybrids are still waiting to be revealed to this world. Um, and in my own gifts, I, I've come to see myself kind of as a, a energetic beacon for the kids that are coming in today to have an opportunity to come together in a community as they are here feeling the alienation, no pun intended, 
but they really are the small percentage of spiritually gifted kids that are here on the planet right now. So when they actually express who they are, that inner being, they really come across from being bullied and made fun of and misunderstood to just downright weird. So where I've played a part in these last four years, I was part of an organization for a while that brought children together remotely. So twice a month, we would gather remotely, um, bring in guest teachers, allow them to explore their own gifts, and also be working with their parents because they're not here in a vacuum. Parents are here, and if any of you are on a spiritual path and this is familiar to you or just new to you, um, Prior to reincarnating, we kind of travel in these soul packs. And my interpretation, my vision of this is always a little more playful, perhaps, than others. But it's like I could picture a group of souls sitting around this great table going, okay, who's next? What role do you want to play? Okay, I'll be your mom this time. You can be my kid. Um, oh, you got to be the uncle last time. No, you were the bad guy last time, so you could be the like teacher. So it, it's like we all agree to come here and what is in the best interest of my individual divine blueprint. So in that sense, children coming in today have totally chosen you as their parent or as grandparent or aunt. And the message that I just like feel stro so strongly about giving is that reassurance to parents and adults that when we're feeling totally spent and inadequate and unworthy, and I don't know what to do with my kids, I who thought this parent idea was a good idea and we all get to that and somehow really reflecting back knowing at that deepest sense that that child chose us for exactly who we are for exactly the journey that we're here to go on ourselves as individuals and how they can best express themselves so that it's really exciting to me and at the same time my journey is evolving, and if any of you are in spiritual work, or, or you don't even have to be, I guess, um, as we journey, we're affected by the children. The children's journey impacts us. And so these past four years working with the kids, my own gifts continue to evolve as we exchange this energy. A year ago, I was ready to fly, so to speak. So I left this organization through which I started building my gifts and recognition and started my own business called Young Ascended Masters. And if we have time, I can tell the story behind that. Um, and what I envisioned a year ago is really looking different. And that's mostly because as I'm claiming this under my own vision, my own gifts continue to evolve. And the reason I'm even going into this is 
year ago, I never would have even been attracted to a summit called Channeling Spirit because I didn't really claim that as my own gift yet. It showed in various ways in my life, but again, I'm looking for that razzle-dazzle like my friend who trans channels or the other friend who conscious channels or the friend who, as we're talking to it, they, okay, thank you. Um, they're, they're hearing voices as we speak. So to be honest, that really has intimidated me. And I've always doubted and second guessed, like, am I here for anything other than facilitating groups of awesome kids? I mean, that would be enough, but what is my role? And as that question will always continue, I hope, the answers are going to be different each time as, as I embrace this. So um, I'm just like. There's something Where? I want to add to this while you're thinking about the next thing to say. And sure. this is before I was able to even come close to channeling. And I, I repeat this all the time. I'm learning to channel and I, and I will, you know, give you an example of, for those of you that are new to the season in my session, which will be tomorrow, I think. Um, I'm not like Fiona and Catherine. I'm not, I'm not at that level. I'm not in that way yet. Um, and what I love about Kayla and what resonates with me, which is what I'm going to share with her was when a friend of mine said to me, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing if you weren't already super connected with spirit, whether or not they're speaking to you and whether or not you're hearing voices and whether or not you can allow them to speak through you isn't really the point. You wouldn't be doing what you're doing if you weren't super connected already with spirit. And that's what I get from Kayla and the work that she does is she wouldn't be doing this if she wasn't already incredibly connected to her own team. And what I love about what she's sharing, which is the reason I wanted to bring her on board as well, is as she's beginning to own that, it's becoming more prevalent in her life. She's recognizing it more. Um, and so I love that. So thank you for sharing that. Sure. Um, and exactly right. It's the more we live into this um, the more it evolves. So what I wanted to do today, I imagined myself really talking about my work and the kids and the parents and, and I'll offer um, on my website, I've got several videos. I've given several presentations that really talked about the interweaving of my life and how it evolved to come to this work with the kids. And I, and I don't want to like, spend time really repeating that here because we're all here to talk about channeling and spirit in, in that way. So I just have to say this is totally different in presenting myself to you. Um, it's usually been in that in that other role and I'm really excited to share this and what I will kind of lay out for you here. Um, I came to recognize that I am channeling and one day I'm reading over my journals, which I've kept for years, and just going back, trying to find some things. And I recognize that I'd actually put my initial there and then S for spirit or 
J for Jesus or Yeshua or however I was envisioning him as ascended master at the time. My Catholic upbringing, that's another story. That'll be another lovely summit, Daniel. Um, let's plan on that. Anyway, so I'm looking at my journals and I'm like, oh my gosh, did I write that? These are messages that I is this automatic writing? Is this what people are talking about? And it, and it gives me chills now. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is channeling. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So truly, I was like this little kid discovering a, a Christmas present under the tree. And one of the things that I love working with the youth and, and the parents is as I discover my abilities growing and an excitement and connection to spirit, I can't wait to share it with the kids. I, I believe that it's in that interaction and exchange of energy that they're sparking things in me. I'm sparking recognition in them and it just bubbles from there. So this day I discovered my own automatic writing. I had a meeting with the kids. So of course our topic that night was guess what? We're going to do some automatic writing. So these kids are so gifted and automatic writing isn't something that's really difficult to open up to. Um, it takes some quiet practice, quieting the mind and trusting, which I'm going to share some of this with you. Um, but a quick story. So I, I instructed these kids, bring some paper, bring some pencils. We're going to do this. I gave a little background about connecting with spirit, automatic writing brought them into a space in about three or four minutes because boom, just like that, they can be there because they live from that space. And the only directions, which I don't like to make rules in this group because that's just who we are. No rules, participate, don't participate, observe, just come and be with others. Um, but I had a rule that night and that was, I'm gonna set a timer for two or three minutes and what I'd like you to do is put your pen to paper and just keep writing. Anything that comes to your head, write it down. Do not stop writing for two minutes. You're cram yeah, your fingers are going to cramp up. Just don't do it. If nothing comes to your head, just write, Kayla's crazy, Kayla's crazy. I don't know why she's making us do this, but don't stop writing. And what I have learned in automatic writing is as those clutter thoughts dissipate, messages come through when you least expect it. And one of the amazing things, one, these kids are so awesome in wanting to share who they are and their experiences. There was no hesitation when I asked if they wanted to share afterwards. You know, adults would go, eh, maybe, what are people going to think? I don't know if this is the right stuff. I know I've done that. So I may be projecting on all of you. Um, so they all began to share and what some, it was just like nonsense stuff. And that was fine. It's something that we grow in. Another pointed out that these aren't words that she normally uses. They're a little bit more formal. And I'm like, okay, that's, there you go. We're, we're sharing it. We're on the right track. Not that there was a track to be on, but um, another Boy says, I, I write, but I don't recognize my own handwriting. It's really weird, which again, 
to me. I'm just it's it's showing up here, and we just out of the blue, like stepped into this. And there was one boy who didn't want to share, and he normally he participates. And so I call on him and invited him to do that. No, I don't know. So what happened was he explained that he started writing and then it was like someone hit him over the head and he blacked out. And when you said, come on back, I like woke up, but it's just a bunch of scribbles on my page. So I don't really think this is what you were asking us to do. He held it up to the camera and no joke, it's a bunch of light language codes. It, I said, do you, have you ever heard of light language? He said, no. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. So these are the kind of kids that are running around just being kids on this planet and at the same time, so connected to spirit. And our job as the adults in this world is really how do we nurture that connection in them? Because for so many of us, we started out with these gifts and abilities as children and it's programmed out of us. Whether it's part of our blueprint to no longer remember or life experiences of the free will of others that caused trauma or our choice because we felt so out of place with these gifts that it was just better to turn them off. And now as adults, as we're awakening, reawakening, how do we even get back in touch with those gifts? And that seems to be a fairly common journey for anybody above 30. <laughs> okay, projecting there. Um, so what I want to do today, I was going back and looking at my automatic writing and what I realized was, yeah, these are messages for me, but one, some of them explain like in words, like what this unfolding process was for me and Daniel, how this kind of has shaped since you and I talked, I'm recognizing like some of the obstacles in really claiming it for ourselves. We may be getting spirit in ways again that when that comparison is done just doesn't fit the expectation we have so in in one message if i can communicate to all of us here is challenging you as i was challenged to really look at those things that might be getting in the way for us and for me most of that was my mental programming. Uh, I'm very, I majored in math. I like logic. I can do those little logic puzzles and details. And I approach life in this very analytical questioning way. And what we know, what I know, and even try to teach the kids is the difference between head knowing and heart knowing. And when we can drop from this head knowing into that inner compass that we all have inside, call it intuition. We probably, everybody here calls it intuition, but to value that and recognize that and make that drop and shift. 
Yet at the same time, our mind is what brings us divine clarity. So it's what is this interplay with heart knowing and mind knowing. And that's kind of what came out in some of my writing that I want to share. And then it moves into some messages specifically about my working with the children and parents. And as I'm reading these over, preparing for today, these aren't just responses to me. And there's just such a bigger message. So I would invite you as I read through this, and this is my contribution of channeling, as people channeled yesterday and actually either went into trance channeling or were conscious channeling, I am claiming and owning the fact that what I'm going to share with you today is channeled messages from spirit as it speaks to me. So if you can be invited into that place of quiet meditation and allow what you need to hear from this, because this is more than my just like sharing my journal. Um, it, okay. It's... Yeah. <clears throat> Kayla, can I jump in really quick? Sure. There was a question uh, in a, as a follow-up to something you said. Um, and I also want to add a little bit more for people that are listening to this that might not be familiar with even what automatic writing is. And so automatic writing can fall into a number of different categories. Um, Kayla talked about different examples of that beautifully with the examples she gave about the kids and again, there's no right way or wrong way. When I automatic write, my hand doesn't move on its own. <clears throat> I don't write funky symbols. I hear, and I don't hear isn't really the right word. I sense a knowing of what wants to be said, and I translate that into language, and I put that into words. And it's really hard for me to differentiate, is this me or is this coming from somewhere else? And this is where the the clear knowing or the clear cognizant is really difficult for us to separate, um, which is one of the reasons that I say it's one of the harder clairs to, to have, but we all have it. Um, and so light language, the question was what, <clears throat> what are light language codes and, and what do they look like? Um, light language codes can vary from, from person to person. Um, I've seen all kinds of different uh, examples of it. It's almost like if you're, I don't know, I assume that you've seen movies where um, the character is writing in funky, hieroglyphic-like images, um, and that would be an example of light language. Kayla's looking for an example right now. Um, <clears throat> some people, when they do... Um, some people, when they do uh, automatic writing the writing happens so automatically that someone is moving their hand. Um, I have not been able to get to that point when I've tried. Um, don't know if I ever will, and I'm okay with it one way or another. Um, so automatic writing is a process of allowing yourself to go into a quiet place, asking a question, and going with whatever answer comes, and just writing that down. And it can be as simple as that. It doesn't yeah. have to be anything complicated or anything metaphysical or, or you know, extraordinary. It is literally just ask yourself a question and, and wait for the answer to come and write that down. And it's amazing how 
you'll start to recognize that the answers that you're getting aren't necessarily your voice. And it isn't necessarily, like Kayla said, it isn't the language that you would normally use. Um, I mean, I've played with this a few times myself, and it's one of the the ways that Sarah Landon and Jamie Butler, two of my teachers, actually talk about as an introduction to quote-unquote channeling is automatic writing is a great way to begin to connect with your team and with your spirit and to begin to recognize the subtle differences in your knowing when it's your thought versus a thought that's coming to you. And so I wanted to add that in. Yeah. And actually, I just, okay, here's my shameless promotion. I just updated my website in September or October. One of the two, um, I'm going to actually offer like an introduction to automatic writing um just two sessions and it's very basic and some of, of what we're really talking about but but to have a chance to practice and just to go a little further on that um when i first started like my hand has never moved on its own it, it's and it doesn't need to and i have stopped expecting it to but what was important to me is I closed my eyes to do it, just to have that inner focus. And when I meditate or when I do, you know, I need that closed space so I can get rid of distractions. And there is a technique to do it. If you like have a, a pad and you know where your pen is, just move your finger down and like match your thumb and keep writing. And I knew that this was coming through me and I wasn't making it up. Because what comes out was often something that much of a straight line. I mean, I can't do that on my own. If I tried that consciously to close my eyes and just write, it gets all messed up. If I'm trusting that this is coming through and I know where to stop at the end of the page, it's like magic. I just have to tell you, it's so much fun. And to answer the question, this is... Some of what light language for my self has come through. It kind of looks like hieroglyphics sometimes. I don't know if that is if that's visible or not, Daniel. Can you tell me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So and it looks different for everybody. Um, it, it's kind of like speaking foreign languages. Light language, which I, I'd like to get into a inner child transmission healing at the end of this where light language might come in um it sounds i tell the kids not to laugh if they hear it because depending on who it is that's speaking this it can sound like gibberish little robot stuff or chinese or like foreign languages that sound familiar and it's not words. So what it is, is like this cosmic universal sound frequency on which information is being provided. And each one of us hears it in a different way. The people who speak it, I've never met anyone who really understands the message behind it. Maybe one or two sort of do. And that's not the point. It's through sound and light and vibration, we are receiving as divine beings what is speaking to our heart in this universal language. So that's just a 
quickie on, on light language. So I'm going to start sharing some of this. So I, I just invite you to kind of take a couple of breaths and listen with your heart, knowing again and accepting that this is more than an individual journey and responses that I received. So I've got five or six different things. Initially, it's going to be some instruction on how to listen. And then there's some revelation of, hey, I think you got it. And this is what you just did in case you didn't notice. And then I asked a couple of specific questions about the children coming in today and how that relates to parents. So this is probably about maybe 15 minutes worth just to give you an idea of where we're going and I'm going to take a deep breath myself. You already hear us in your mind without writing it here. We know that you give a greater credibility when you can get it outside of your mind. One day you will see that your thoughts, while yes they are your thoughts, are also our own. You have been programmed so long to listen in that mind of circling and sabotaging patterns. Trust in yourself. Trust in us when we tell you to trust in yourself. We are you. You are us. And we are now in sync in a way that has not been very strong. Let us say that more accurately. The connection is the same in that we have always been with you. You are lighter and freer than ever before in this lifetime. Now is the time to believe this is so. Now is your time to step into your own giftedness. You must be a role model for how to be when you step into your gifts. You must own and claim your own if you are ever meant to mentor or parent or be for the children and empower them to claim their own gifts. Here I began in my journal asking a question. I free my mind of all thoughts and conscious thoughts. I desire to listen and allow your guidance and wisdom to flow through. What would you like to speak? Will you identify yourself? LOL, you know I have to ask. And a little backstory, for years I want to know as other people can identify these collectives and their guides' names and who are speaking to them. And I have been asking forever. <laughs> and here's the answer. Yes, and we love your playfulness. We are not ready yet, yet you have an idea of who we are. Stop, don't jump into your head as we say that. You're thinking of diamond children right now and how they might speak and sound to you. It is better if you wonder, how would your heart light up when they speak to you? You are correct in knowing that having too much information is a trigger and a trap for you. It causes that disconnect from your heart. 
Do you understand why we don't often reveal ourselves to you for that reason? Stop fighting us. Stop. <laughs> the guides are very direct. Stop fighting your mind. You will have a thought for that is how communication happens for you. Your mind is a beautiful tool that translates our words into your own. Let us speak. Bypass your own sensor. Play the wonderful what-if game that you speak about. It is an inspired and inspiring way for ideas to flow and for possibilities to be revealed. So, what if you actually traveled through the diamond portal? The light show happening all around you. What if that light show was the speed of your dimensional travel? In a little background, I had just gotten done meditating and had all of these visions and again, tried to figure it all out. We are the Orion Council. Yes, Orion was the first constellation pointed out to you as a child. Why did you blow it off and conclude that it was just the easiest to find? For you, it was. For you have lived there. Home is always the easiest to find. See us in your mind's eye, for we want to reveal ourselves. Go back to what if. What if you already met us and can see us? You hardly see it. Again, this is continued. You hardly see it as a gift, for it is who you are. As with all giftedness, it is innate first. The skills can be learned. For example, some have musical abilities, and it's possible to sharpen their skills in its demonstration. But the music lies within. It relies within or lies within them naturally. Allow your own gifts to be that natural ability. And again, I was journaling and had a thought pop into my head and asked a question that I won't share here, but I will share the answer. Yes, a thought popped into your head before you even finished your question. That's how this, that's how we, that's how divine inspiration works. It is within you. You are opening and allowing it to flow. Yes, we are always here to guide your steps and perhaps teach you what it's like to tap into Akashic knowingness. For remember, you have already done all of this before. See it already taking place. For you are creating while also remembering. You wondered earlier if you might bring the children a message tonight. And this was in preparation for one of my classes. And this, when I read it, is very pertinent to parents and adults to consider as well. Not just the children I work with. 
We know there is a tinge of ego that you think is coming out in your desire to know. We see it as wanting to confirm for yourself that the children have a confidence in your guidance, that you can do what other guest teachers and friends and channels can do in regards to giving direct insight to them. And a side note, here is where I believe as parents, we put a comparison and expectation onto ourselves that the message comes through, <laughs> stop, and there's no need. You have no idea what you are already providing them. They are receiving it at all levels, at all times. You must recognize that and believe it for yourself. The confidence you possess in embodying your own divinity is the very thing that allows them to grow in their own confidence. If your childlike curiosity and wonderment that you share as your own giftedness unfolds, that is sparking their own curiosity and delight. Do you see how this works? You emit a frequency to which they resonate and recognize in themselves. Thus it will be as you grow in confidence. Your words to them are powerful and supportive and encouraging. When true belief and knowingness is attached to your words, it will be beyond beyond as you say. In a final sharing with you, as I wrote in Desire to Listen, Today I'm writing to receive some information about the types of children and what they bring. Their response. Be as specific as you can in your questions and clear your mind of all preconceived notions. Imagine your mind a blank slate and you are an uninformed alien coming to your planet. Okay, let me try again. Who are these children I see today? The ones who possess these abilities we talked about earlier. They are us. We are the diamond children. We are arriving to assist you in getting yourselves to begin the re-identification process of your real selves. We are here to be that reflection of what lies within you. You generally do not look to your children to teach you. You expect to pass down to them what you as adults know. It has changed. This is why you call your parents pioneers. They are entering a new frontier, yes indeed. We are the ones leading them in their wagons, however. Some are excited to come along, others are scared. Still others resist letting go of the reins. Their minds tell them they must take charge for that, quote unquote, is how it's done. They continue to live out the program that says, act like an adult. Yet inside, their little child screams out in terror as they don't understand what that really means. The dissonance is great. And as a result, they become entrenched in doing what they see others do, what they've experienced for themselves. These are the adults, the parents, that will struggle the most. 
We, the children, are not to be feared. We come knowing that we are the children of the pioneers. We will guide your trepidation if you will be open to allow us. And I asked, one of our teachers channeled for the kids and said that several children were rainbow and did not come in this lifetime with karma. Can you further explain this? You know some based on past channeling and it is not incorrect, but we will say more. Your planet is set up in a way that carries information over in your DNA that allows you for second and third or even a hundredth opportunity to relearn a lesson you initially came here to learn for the evolution and growth of your soul. The rainbow children, as you call them, come from elsewhere. They have no need to carry all of that information. They've already learned what they needed and are here with a cleaner slate. Some are from other universes who bring alien technology, for example, into your realm. Just as we communicate with you now, they chose to enter into your human life form to communicate with you in that way. For one, it would be more acceptable to your species to have it come from one of your own. And we, those here in the multiverses who have committed to assisting you both individually and collectively, can most easily communicate with them. For an entering into your world, they had to agree to abide by the existing rules of physical nature. Your human suit comes with restrictions, yet it also has many enticements and abilities to do things and feel that we cannot. In a way, as you say, it comes almost as an even exchange. One of the problems occurring with the current souls is that they forgot they chose and they made this agreement. And their human suits feel too tight. They need you and other awakened humans to teach them ways to loosen their suit, to expand while still being in it. You know this is possible for you're doing it yourself. So big messages one of the reasons for, or what I thought was going to be a direction for conversation today was really recognizing that, yes, we hold up many of these children as special and gifted and here to save the world and humanity. And the first thing I want to tell you is I learned don't say right to the kids, wow, you guys are so amazing and da-da-da-da-da and I'm so excited to be in your presence because this is just who they are. Just like having like red hair. I'm like, wow, you've got amazing red hair and they're looking at you crazy going, what's so special about that? I've had red hair my whole life. So kids who can see auras and work with energies and see beings and spirits, to us, this it's that like a magnificent unfolding that is happening again for me in this life. And to them, it could be really annoying when they're sitting in class 
getting telepathic information or picking up the energy from everyone else. So their journey is how to recognize what is happening in my regular everyday life, how to navigate in this third dimensional world while still cherishing these divine gifts that I have. And that takes all of us to guide them and show us, show them and role model for them what this is and help them recognize it and embrace it. And that is really where Young Ascended Masters has come in. My mission, my deep desire is to help the kids to recognize who they are as divine sparks of amazing loving beings to identify and bring some comfort to some of the gifts that they're demonstrating and to also give tools and techniques to them and families and parents. How do we get through this third dimensional dense society and life without having the world cave in and make this human suit so unbearable? And there's children... It's not uncommon for many of these kids to experience depression, to experience what we're all labeling them, various things, ADHD, compulsive disorder, Asperger's. it, It goes forever when they're demonstrating things that we as a society aren't comfortable with. Yet these are also superpowers. And I speak in one of my presentations more about ADHD and just the mental bodies. And there's just so much more to say about it that I won't hear and I won't digress. I have my own little ADHD problems and can go off in many directions at the same time. I will own it as a superpower. I see a couple thumbs up. Um, So initially, as I'm working with kids. Well, isn't my work also supposed to be with adults and parents? And how does that merge? And it was like this da-aha moment, self-reflecting as well, is we all have this conscious child within us. And it is through the crap, so to speak, that our child, inner child, has been layered upon layer upon layer of hurt and trauma and pain. As we heal, that inner child is our zero point. It is our source connection. It's the easiest, perhaps purest connection to source. So the more we can really look at our inner children. Um, What happens is we heal, the density disperses, leaving more room inside to accept these divine energies, sparking our recognition, claiming it, and it's just this beautiful circle when we can get rid of enough density to let that little bit of light spark for the first time and whether that's people what they're calling initial awakened experiences 
sometimes it's a it's a positive like aha beautiful thing other times we have to be in a moment of crisis that brings us to our knees to finally surrender and say what's this all about i can't suffer anymore what's the answer and that's perhaps what opens us up to the divine and the healing process um i do want to say let me recommend i learned this recently buy yourself a pair of knee pads because life is full of surrender moment and surrender moment and i'm just learning i don't have to be in that horrible crisis that literally brings me to my knees because they're getting really sore so sometimes it's easier to totally i don't know where to go but it's also possible to make each day its new surrender and openness to being guided I'm still learning that the gentler way is also a way. <laughs> um, so I guess if we could open it up, spend a few minutes maybe answering questions, but I, I want to give enough time to really guide you through this experience, which I think is, again, about 15 minutes. Hopefully I'll keep it to that. And I haven't really been able to keep track of the chat, Daniel, if there is anything in there. Other than people. Sure. Other than people saying they love your energy, they love your sense of humor. Um, no real questions have come forward. Uh, uh, okay. Somebody made a reference to Michael Dooley offering a 21 day automatic writing adventure. Um, my, I'm familiar with Michael Dooley as well. He's got a bunch of courses that introduce people to their spirituality. Um, so if you're interested in, in checking him out, you can. Okay, great. There's a question. Do you find that when you're around these high vibrational kids, you're more open as well? Oh, totally. I'm, I am in a space that... I can't even describe. Uh, we meet like at seven o'clock at night um, and I could be having the worst day going, oh, are you serious? Maybe nobody will show up. And, you know, be in that state of like working second shift when on a day you really don't want to get ready and put your makeup on and, and perform. And it's never a performance. And the minute these kids are on, we're in sync and I don't know if anybody can see energy now, but I am convinced that there's little diamond children and hybrid children like dancing all around right now in the excitement of being with the kids of today. Um, so it sparks in me, the teacher, the mentor, the multiversal guide that has worked with them before on other planets or other systems and it's like this being at home recognition that is just it's it's just really hard to describe within 10 minutes even the shyest kid who doesn't want to be on video the mom's already preparing oh you know they're not going to participate and I'm like it's okay just show up my heart explodes when and I try not to show it 
No, I don't. I, I've cried with these kids and everything else. It's just so overwhelmingly beautiful sometimes. But when that video pops on and tells me that that welcoming energy is being felt enough for them to be seen is just like truly just gives me gives me chills. Um, okay, without further ado, if you would like to participate, please <clears throat> do. Before, before we jump into that. Uh, yeah. There was a question about interpreting light language. Is that something that you feel comfortable addressing? Um, I, I could, because it's a very simple answer. I don't know how to interpret it myself. What I know from working with others and from receiving it and giving it, um, it's such a unique felt experience and different for each and every person, as well as the information coming across. There may be someone doing light language and 20 people can get exactly what they needed from that energetic experience, thinking, oh my gosh, this was just for me. And 19 other people are thinking, oh my gosh, this is just for me. And it's just how this exchange works we're all connected as one and we're all on our own journeys i don't know if that answers any of that but it's i don't know if anybody on your summit will be speaking light language um i'm not sure i we had some, we had uh, someone speak light language last season i'm not sure if anyone's going to do light language this season um I, i'm happy to add my own two cents to this i i don't speak light language i've come across people that do some people are able to interpret the messages and will even translate. Um, I've, I've heard people do some light language and then they'll speak English for two or three words and then go back to light language. And um, others will just do light language and there is no interpretation needed because the understanding is that is it is a language that's speaking directly to our soul. It is not for us to consciously um, interpret or understand. Um, and it is a language that is energetic. It's an energetic based language, not a word based language. Um, and that's as little or as much as I know, uh, to be honest with you. Well, once, once we do this transmission and come out the other end, maybe there'll be some insights on what you hear. Um, Sounds good. So I'm going to actually shift my zoom original sound if as i do do some toning and that um this may go in and out as far as zoom audio goes just trust that the energy that's coming through doesn't necessarily have to be heard by you because the sound frequency itself is <sighs> remote and universal. So I'll just stop trying to explain something that's unexplainable. Go for it. All right. So, okay. I just invite you to find a position that you can relax, whether that's seated or lying down. And just begin to notice your breath, slowing it down. Breathing deeply, 
through your nose, out your mouth. And as you bring in that breath, allow it to expand your lungs, flow through your body, open up anything in your physical body, the chatter of your mind. And as you exhale, just allow it to flow simply with grace and ease out clearing this space. Any kind of chatter, put it aside. You'll come back to it if you need to. And in this quieter space, begin to notice your own heart beating. Focus on your heart chakra and the beating of your heart. And it's in that space of the high heart, which is just below our natural heart, or above, that is our connection to source. It's no accident that the heart is the first organ to emerge when we're born. That is our ongoing connection to source. So as you breathe in, allow the love and the energy within your heart to begin to expand. Feeling that heartbeat throughout your whole physical body. Bringing your attention specifically to the bottom of your feet. Feeling that beat. And as your feet are upon the earth, whether they are physically right now or not, begin to notice that we're being supported by Gaia. And she herself is this consciousness with her own heartbeat. And as we focus on our breath and on our own heartbeat, allow your energy to sink further into the earth, almost like we're standing on squishy mud, and allow it to go deeper and deeper into the core of Gaia. And allow your own heartbeat to sync up with hers. And feel that amplified rhythm. And as you inhale, bring up the energy and the support and the wisdom that she and all the elementals and other consciousness within the earth provides us as you bring it up through your feet, through your root, your sacral, into your heart space. So what we're going to be doing is creating a rhythm with our breath. And in our inhale, bringing up from the earth an energy that then begins to swirl around our heart. Now we focus on our crown, intentionally expanding our ability to receive energy. And as we open up to the heavenly realms, the beings, the ascended masters, the various dimensions, the rays of light and solar plasma, 
inviting the clarity and support and energy to flow within us through our crown, through our third eye, our throat, also residing in our heart. And begin this rhythmic breath. Inhale, pulling up. Exhale, allowing, pulling down. And notice the swirling of energies that begin to surround our heart space. With each breath, it expands. And as if you're looking down from the sky onto the whirling, swirling clouds and energies of a hurricane, slow moving and very center within is that still point, this atom seed of our heart, this zero point of our existence. See, you may see colors or experience it or just feel it or just know it. That this light and energy is swirling around our heart. And what we're going to do is add into the center of this zero point our own sound signature. We have unique fractals, spark of light that is unique to all the universe. We have a unique sound that is different and unlike any other in the universe. And together with that light and sound is our soul existence. So as you breathe, I'm going to invite you, if you choose, aloud if you'd like, we're going to imprint the sound through Ohm. If you could feel this even within vibrating within your own body and picture it entering into that space. And as you breathe, that sound enters and gets caught in these swirling light energies. energy to expand throughout your physical body. Become aware of any density that might exist within your physical structure. If you have any disease, discomforts, allow this light and sound to encompass that density and know that the vibration of the sound is such a high frequency that this density can no longer 
exists and it's like it its vibration breaks it up into these small particles invite those particles of density the choice to return to the source from where they came or to allow it to be transmuted and absorbed into this beautiful divine light the very cells of our bodies clearing releasing transmuting conscious or unconscious and as you breathe see the light the sound expand even further into your emotional bodies as you notice emotions may came up rage or sadness or worry or a myriad of other things that we carry with us allow it to be encompassed again by your divine light and sound inviting it to release it's we no longer need to carry this and breathing and allow that expansion into our mental body any kind of beliefs about our unworthiness doubts that we're not connected enough to spirits worries of finances all that clutter that ends up in our head see this light and this sound surrounding it loosening it up giving it space in between and allowing it to dissolve and dissipate and release and as we breathe come back into that center heart space feeling this new expansion in clarity and light and now I invite you to begin from this place of divine knowing that we are source that we are pure connected and imagine that you're walking into this beautiful cosmic magical forest whatever that looks like for you and enter in surrounded by these magnificent trees perhaps you're walking barefoot and you stop for a moment and you feel this connectedness to the earth and as you let your energy drop into your own roots and through your legs and your feet we become aware that we're connected to this incredible matrix grid of the roots of the trees and feel that connectedness the consciousness of the trees they're all talking to each other and the planet and us and the wisdom and the protection that they provide 
And it's in this space that we're going to open ourselves to the children that live within us. Now we say children, sometimes it's easier to see them outside of ourselves. yet we know this is who we are and we carry those children within us. And as we stand in this forest, see yourself surrounded by this beautiful sphere and we call in diamond snowflakes of forgiveness and compassion. And we allow this sphere that's surrounding us that we just cleared to shine this brilliance, reminding us we enter this experience with compassion and love and knowing that we are source. Look into this forest now and you may begin to see a head or two pop out from behind a tree and be playful with this because these children are playful. We are playful. Look into this forest and see as we extend this beautiful safe space the trees have been providing a protection for those parts of us who were hurt or traumatized or saddened and held by grief and had to separate in order to protect, protect themselves. And the beautiful structure of these trees allowed them to hide. And as we enter this space, they're beginning to see from the communication that comes from our very feet through the trunks of the earth into the trees, communicating to them safety and love and compassion. And as they begin to feel that safety, they emerge from behind the tree. Maybe one, maybe multiple. And maybe they aren't ready to fully come out. And that's okay. And in this space, I'd like you to just be with what transpires here. Invite those young children of you to come closer. Invite them to enter into your sphere of forgiveness and compassion and love and allow them to feel that warm embrace. Allow them to speak to you and you to them as you are the divine parent that they missed, that perhaps they received from your parents, perhaps a stranger, perhaps it was just loneliness. Just let it transpire.
ando i tonjanata i kanata aishi tatai elona kati shona elona ta o shikatai o yana takatu Perhaps a child is coming closer and wanting the embrace of coming back home. We set that invitation out to them. Perhaps there are other children that are experiencing this and wanting to come back to you as well and allowing that to take place. And as this merging of energies that is allowing our soul to come into more wholeness. Any of the density and the fear and the trauma, just as the light and the sound surrounded and dissipated that density, so does this sphere. And that trauma and that pain can finally be released and this homecoming takes place. And as we breathe, we give thanks to this incredible forest of trees that have kept these parts of ourselves safe and protected. And in any moment going forward, we may feel that trigger or emotion or memory. And it may be coming from the roots of these trees as your inner child, so connected to them, is sending a message to us saying, I'm here, please notice me. Bring me home, I'm ready to release and be healed. And join you, join us together again. So as you bring this experience gently to a close, spend another moment of time if that feels comfortable to you. back to our breath, returning gently to this present moment, aware of this connection from above and below is always with us and is just one breath away.
as we fill our lungs, become aware of our physical body, this beautiful human suit that allows us to express our deepest expression of God, of source and divine. Sinking this breath and energy back into our roots. It's through our groundedness in our physical bodies that is this process of ascension and incension. We further root into the earth to plant our human feet on this path. And it's also in our connection in our deepest root of ourselves that we can express what we're here to do as our mission and purpose. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. With deep gratitude for all the beings, ascended masters and teams, our cheerleading section in this human experience. And taking your time, coming back to this present moment as you feel ready. It's a big, a big ask at this point, and it's not an ask, but yeah, sometimes just like taking a nap after one of these things is the way to go. Sorry, Daniel, I don't want to mess up the rest of the afternoon because we've got amazing guests coming up, which I'll absolutely talk about nothing to apologize second. about. Um, a yeah. couple of things while people are kind of settling themselves back in. Um, we have a few minutes if anybody has any questions or would like to share your experience of this journey. I'm sure uh, Kayla would love to to hear about that. A um, couple of things that I wanted to mention. I'm going to uh, just read some of the comments that were shared um, earlier as you were going through the uh, as you were reading through the messages that that you were uh, receiving earlier. Um, the first one is wow. And then there is... Wow is always good. <laughs> wow, again. Uh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you in emojis. Um, OMG. They are us, beautiful messages. Uh, wow, this is amazing. And I'm sharing this. Definitely going to be saving the chat from this. So thank you, everyone. It, it's I, just so nice to be like. I'm, I'm sharing this with control. you as, as a sense of um, acknowledgement mm -hmm. of, of, of who you are and what you, what you offer, what you bring to the table. 
Uh, Denise, who I'm familiar with the fact that you know, uh, Denise Munge, says, love your wisdom combined with a wonderful sense of humor. Thank you. Can I just mention, so if anybody is available to be listening in the rest of the call, this was not planned on Daniel's part, but as it turns out, Denise Monge, who's this incredible intuitive animal communicator and numerologist and has become a, a dear friend of mine through my reaching out to her and her being a guest teacher for my children's groups as well as an in-person event that we did. Um, So she's scheduled right after me at three o'clock. And Catherine Flynn, who is this amazing trans channel of the Druids, um, an incredible medium who has really channeled and, and brought through people for me to have incredible healing experiences. Um, I know she's going to be channeling the Druids today. Um, So to me, it's like this grand Young Ascended Masters reunion party all afternoon. So sharing those folks with you is, I know it's not like the intention of this, but that's what it feels like. It's the kids are just in love with both of them. And so am I. So I uh, encourage that. So can I at least say a few Young Ascended Masters things here, Daniel, before we... You can, absolutely. But before we do that, um, there's a couple things that have come through. I really enjoyed your guided meditation. Home is easy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Deeply nurturing. Home sweet home. Yes, love this. I love that you called your ADHD a superpower. I will be Mm -hmm. using this with my daughter. Um, so beautiful, Kayla. Thank you for being a light to the children and the earth. Um, hearts, hearts, hearts. So one thing that I want to add to this, and I mentioned this yesterday as well, I think one of the things that I have learned, and there was an article that I read years ago, and I, I kind of regret not having saved it. I just didn't know that I was anyway, there was an article that I read years ago about a shaman researcher that had discovered that mental illness was caused or was a um, symptom of people that did not understand how to use their energy correctly. And it's the idea, again, time and time again, that what we define as mental illness is nothing more than somebody who has incredible gifts and hasn't been shown how to accept them, utilize them, work with them. And because our society, and and Kayla mentioned this earlier, because our society doesn't understand these things, they tend to create labels which then points people in a direction that isn't helpful. But the more that we recognize that these individuals are gifted individuals, and the more that we understand how the mind works within ourselves, the easier it is for us to help others find their own path. And the more that we connect within our own spiritual self and our own divinity, 
the easier it is for us to help people see that within themselves. Um, and so I love the idea that uh, ADHD is a superpower as well. Um, I talk about how we have superpowers. All of us have superpowers. Um, and so I love that. Anyway. Yeah. So Well, and just tacking on to that. So one, I do have a presentation out there that has, if, you're, if you look on YouTube, it's on my website as well under videos. There's one picture that has the uh, thumbprint of what looks like a very teacher graphic. <laughs> and it, it's like this funnel. And it's in that presentation, probably at the hour and a half mark, that I talk about ADHD and how it can be interpreted metaphysically and how children are more damaged by the labels and the message that we're giving to them that they're flawed. And I talk a little bit about how can we reframe that for them, speak to them. They're smart. I mean, they'll get it in a way that, you know what, your mental bodies are so expansive and you're getting all this information so fast. And that's why you interrupt mommy all the time, because you already know what she's going to say. And da, 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 da to get them to see and own that this is energy, that this is something that they can learn tools and techniques to manage. Um, what I do with the kids in my groups are have these conversations. We talk about our thoughts and how the brain works. And as a teenager, you can expect to feel some depression because you're going through a spiritual quest as a teenager it's going to feel like this void and for parents as well if you have teenagers out there don't get scared by their spiritual journey they're going to pull away and they're going to feel lost and know that it's part of the process certainly if it if it gets ingrained into a deeper more entrenched pattern, we're there to help them with that. Um, but again, there's so much more to say on that and I won't, I won't go there, but um, so one of the things I invite you to, and it's also part of a free special offer. Um, I run youth groups uh, for eight to 12 year olds and then teenagers. And then one is our special session where we all get together with a, uh, expert teacher in metaphysics. Those are on Tuesday nights. And what I've offered, if you contact me, um, just mention that through channeling spirit summit, um, I'm going to send you a couple of discount codes that you can go to my website and actually pick a month where you would like to, to invite your youth to participate. And in conjunction with that, I have two parent support empowerment. There's not even a good word for who we are coming together. You can be a parent of any age. If you've got a 30 year old, join us. If you've got like one in the womb, join us. It's open. We share our own spiritual journey and how that in conjunction to our parenting experiences offers us growth to be their teacher. They are our teacher. It, it's a magical place. Um, I also 
do individual sessions. Um, I'm calling it, well, conscious parenting coaching and extending into some homeschool coaching as well. It, it's just like blossomed. Seriously, if you would have told me this was six months ago, I would have scoffed. But as our gifts emerge and there's such a need as I work with the parents and families that I just can't like, oh, it's just so much and I love it. So I invite any of you, the special invitation is for uh, 50% off a private session. Um, anything from doing what we did today, healing inner child, talking about your kids, um, getting some advice and tools for how to work with your kids, as well as your own inner child healing work. So as everyone else is saying, individual sessions, when you're doing energy work, it's what you bring and your intention and your desire that lets the magic happen. We're just kind of here facilitating that for you. Beautiful. And um, there is a request for the links. Um, if you go to the channelingspirit.net website and you click on uh, Kayla Casey, um, the links are there. There's a button that will take you to her special invitation and there's a link for the free offer and there's also a link to her website. Uh, so please feel free to reach out to her. Again, for people that are listening to this uh, farther down the road, these uh, offers are intended for the listeners of season two during the live sessions. Our season will end after September 1st, which is the last live session that we offer as part of the season. Uh, so if you are hearing this after the fact, absolutely reach out to Kayla, uh, connect with her um, and um, and hopefully um, everything will work out the way you intend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and I Kayla, do, just in the back of my mind, if you do go to my website, yeah, leave your email and all that stuff that people say on their websites and all that, and that would be awesome. But in the about section, I shared a story that transpired over a seven-day retreat that when I said I didn't ask to be born and was really angry with God – this, this was pre-birth, I call it, my pre-birth experience was shown to me and I put it in a story form and it, I'm just so honored to be able to share that with people and if you would like to read a good bedtime story and have some awesome astral dreams, I'll just put that out for you. And okay. you Daniel, say you thank don't you channel. so much. I, I can't even tell you. <clears throat> in these like, three weeks of preparation, how much has shifted for me in Beautiful. really claiming these gifts for myself and having an opportunity to share. So thank you so much. Absolutely an honor to have you part of this project. Thank you for, for sharing your, your beautiful light and your wisdom and your humor as others have commented. So everybody- uh, we are running a little bit late. I do apologize. Um, I was much better with the timing last season. This season, apparently, I've I've been a little more lax. Uh, so I do apologize. Um, we are starting at the top of the hour with Denise Monge. She works a lot with the animal energies. Um, a lot of it happens to be with our uh, companions, our animal companions. So if that's something that's of interest, I would highly recommend it. Um, I am going to end this recording 
and I will speak to you guys soon. And again, the links for that have been sent to your email uh, 30 minutes beforehand. So you should be receiving that. Kayla, once again, love you. Thank you very much for everything you have shared. It is an honor to have you in our spiritual journey and for you to allow us to be in yours. So thank you very much. Thank you, all of you. Appreciate all the thumbs up. And all right. Okay. I will leave you guys with Until being spirit, again. being human, right. and simply being from love. Lots of love to you. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for being part of this incredible experience. We hope that this session has inspired a new level of understanding within you, allowing you to expand more easily into the essence of your true self and become an even more powerful alchemist in your own life. We invite you to listen to the session again and again in order to go deeper each time and expand even more, have it be via the replays or the unlimited access package. If you have enjoyed being part of this event, we invite you to tell your friends so that they can join us in the future. We are grateful that you are here and we thank you for co-creating this experience with us. Until next time, we leave you with being spirit, being human, and simply being from love.